Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening. Thank you very much for tuning in to all you listening now. I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. My apologies, I might sound a little bit stuffy today. I can assure you I'm not sick. I'm super pumped for today's show. I've had a very, very good week, and I certainly hope you have as well. Before diving deep into today's show, I wanted to take the time to first thank each and every one of you, of course, for listening. And secondly, if you have not already, please go and like my Facebook page. If you enjoy this content that comes out every week, if you find it entertaining, it will certainly help me out a great deal if you would actually do that for me. You can find it on Facebook at R-Y-L now. That's the word R spelled out. Y-L now. Again, like, follow. I know the show here is only once a week, but I do also post there throughout the week. Tell your friends <laughs> and it'll really help me out. I'll greatly appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and get right into today's show. So as many of you listening out there know, this month, for Americans is known as Black History Month. And with this being the last show for the month of February, I certainly will not let this show pass without talking about what Black History Month means to me. Matter of fact, I planned to do it this way since I wanted to take the month to reflect on just how far we have come, but also being ever so mindful that we still have such a long way to go. Since the first slave ships arrived, Back in 1619, African Americans have had to fight first to be viewed as human, since at one point we were just simply viewed as property or primitive creatures, and best case, three-fifths of person, then for our rights to be free, of course, during the Civil War, and then to have given to us just what the Constitution reads, which says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I will tell you that as I sit here today, speaking to you all in what I believe is the greatest country on earth, enjoying a lot of this life, liberty, and happiness, there's still this thought that comes to mind that even with all of that, this country still doesn't completely value black history. I mean, after all, they did have to give us a month so that we could be remembered in American history, even though you can't speak about American history without bringing up just how instrumental we have been to help build this great country of ours in more ways, mind you, than just sports and music, since I know Both of those things are talked about a lot, rightfully so. Now, I could go on and on about how many of the things we enjoy in this country was either invented, thought about, built, or inspired by a black person. Like, for example, George Crumb, who came up with the potato chip, or Gainville Woods, who introduced the telegraph system for the railroads, or George Washington Carver, who 
came up with ink we use in our ink pens today. Dye, soap, flour, and oh yes, the peanut. Of course, let's not forget about Madam C.J. Walker, who pioneered creating black hair care products and being the first African-American woman to become a self-made millionaire. Oh, but wait, 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 wait. Let's also talk about how Benjamin Banneker, who if y'all haven't heard of him, he was the gentleman who designed the city of Washington, D.C. Or Harriet Tubman, who helped lead estimated 100,000 slaves to freedom before the Civil War even began. Or Miss Rosa Parks who refused to give up her seat on the bus, sending a message that at that time, we had yet to really get any of those aforementioned unalienable rights. Oh, and yes, I'm sure by now everyone listening has heard of Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, or John Lewis. Now, I could go on and on and on with these names, but I'm going to be respectful with y'all's time. Now, you would think that with all of this history that I just mentioned, amongst a multitude of other things that I didn't even bring up, that this would be talked about, taught, or even mentioned more than just one month of the year. And by more than just African Americans. Because, I mean, after all, this is a part of American history, right? On top of the multitude of social issues that we have been talking about, for what seems like my whole lifetime, I believe that this also needs to be added. Now, don't get me wrong. I know it may seem like I'm not grateful for the progress we have made in America, to which, just to let y'all know, to put it on record, I am eternally grateful for. However, that still doesn't mean that race relations in America and the appreciation of black people can't get any better. Just last year, after the murder of George Floyd, not only did black people start to echo this, but many here and around the world started to do the same thing. Hell, we even had a lot of people who would normally be quick to point out just how America is the best country on earth for any ethnic group start to realize that for as far as we have come from slavery through the Civil War, and even through the Jim Crow era, as good and as much progress as we have made, that that good was never going to be good enough. It is my belief that one of the ways that we as Americans will be able to get to that next level that we have been crying out for for so long, and for that change, and for that social justice to be done, is to finally accept all of the history for truly for what it is, American history. I mean, giving us a month is much respected, but to have it simply be just that isn't good enough. We need to have more conversations about this part of American history, and it has to be coming from more than just black people, or in a form that's put together that still is mostly made up of black people. I get it. African Americans, no one could tell our story like we can. Same way with other ethnic groups. I totally get that. But I believe that accepting it and putting it together will garner us more appreciation than what we have gotten. We can and we'll get there. I'll end my thoughts of Black History Month by the quote from Miss Mary McLeod Bethune, who said, If we have the courage and the tenacity of our forebearers, who stood firmly like a rock against the lash of slavery, we shall find a way to do for our day what our ancestors did for theirs. All right, I'm going to transition to this. 
is probably going to happen quicker than we realize, which is a third round of stimulus checks. At least, as again, this is all rumored, by the way, so don't take any of this as concrete. But it's rumored that it's going to be headed for votes in Congress. And if it passes, which all things look like it will, I mean, the House and the Senate is both controlled by the Democrats, so no reason to think that it won't. Most single Americans making less than $100,000 a year and married couples filing jointly making less than $200,000 a year are going to get that $1,400 payment. With the rumored timetable for that bill to be passed and checks to be sent out sometime during the second half of March, I wanted to give a quick tip regarding it because I'm a proud capitalist and I'm about getting my money the right way and I'm certainly about you all getting you all's money the right way. So I'm going to give y'all a little tip. If you have not filed your 2020 taxes, you might want to hold off on it. Now, I know, I know some of you have waited all year to get your hands on that W-2 so that way you can file your taxes to get your money from good old Uncle Sam. But I also want you to get this other cash. So hear me out for just a second. The IRS when they send out these stimulus checks, they're going to go off of your most recent tax return. So if you file for your 2020 tax return, well, they're going to go off of that number. Here's why that could be important to some of you. Since we talked about the thresholds, right, of which you could be eligible for it. If you have been fortunate enough to maybe get a pay increase or a promotion that for this past year put you past the $100,000 single person or $200,000 of the family or the married couple, real I should say, then you will at that point not qualify for it anymore. But if you wait until after the stimulus is passed and they send it out, they're going to go by your 2019 numbers. Just in case some of you are concerned about why I got to hear about my taxes. I mean, technically, I mean, as long as taxes are filed in America before April, well, on April 15th or before, then you're fine. So we still, I mean, what are we, March 20, oh, no, we're uh, February, excuse me, 25th. So, I mean, we still have some time to play with. And in all likelihood, again, rumored that this is going to be passed and checks are going to be sent out beginning of March, then that still gives you plenty of time to file your income tax. Now, having said that, if you're somebody who, hey, I need my money, I need all that right now, hey, not going to tell anybody to hold off on doing that because um, you definitely need to do what's best for your family. Now, yes, also, I do know, because I'm going to have some people out there, well, $1,400 isn't a lot of money. I mean, it's really not like life changing money. Well, you're right. $1,400 is not a lot of money. And can $1,400 change your life? No. But what it can do is what it did for several Americans last year. More Americans last year were able to save money, invest money into the stock market or into their Roth IRAs, or even paid off debt with their stimulus check. To again help those individuals get further towards their economic freedom. Though $1,400 isn't a lot of money, if you had a choice between holding off for a couple of weeks and getting it versus saying, versus filing taxes and not getting it, I'm gonna tell you all day, unless you need it, to hold off a second, be a little patient, 
to get that $1,400 because we all know that saying, good things come to those that wait. So if you can, wait. Maximize your money. There's an article, by the way, if you want to go read it, on Yahoo Finance that actually talks about this very same topic that I brought up. Um, So you can certainly go there and read it also. All right, want to switch gears to this. So my quickly new favorite segment of the show, which I like to call, what the hell did you just say? Now, this segment is for people or individuals who rather be on social media, in a book, a blog, national TV, news, whatever, right? Says something that literally has you stop and say, what the hell did you just say? Now, I said that every week I'm trying to come up with one, but this week, y'all, I, I got two. I, I tried to narrow it down to one I really did, but these two were so bad, I just had to put both of them. Matter of fact, I'm going to give them both to you all, and here's what I want you to do for me. Whichever one of these y'all judge to be the worst, go to my Facebook page and let me know, and I'll reveal which one actually, <laughs> which one actually is going to get the what the hell did you just say for this week? Let's go to my first one. Let's go to the first candidate. It was a social media post, and it went a little something like this: Have you, fellas, have you ever felt like your woman was getting a little big-headed, thinking that you know she could maybe leave and? Go find her another man who, you know, might be better than you. Here's some advice. Insult your woman to humble her. That's what it said on social media. Insult your woman to humble her. It gave advice like, for example, if she asks you, does she look fat? Say, hell yeah, you look fat. Sometimes you just need to just come out and say it. Or if she has a homegirl. That you should say things like, you know, your homegirl kind of cute. Or you should maybe go get some tips from your homegirl. Y'all, when I read this, I was like, Lord have mercy. This, this is the type of advice that you give to people who literally are trying to be single. Or bet, or at best, maybe for like April Fool's, but I don't even know if that's actually a wise thing to do because... If you look, if if your woman a little, you know, she bought that life. You may not have no life with some of these, with some of these things he was talking about saying. So yeah, that right there had me. I, I I literally had to view that video twice. I couldn't believe it. I I couldn't believe it. My second one goes to, and I'm actually going to tell this person's name so they're a public figure. The social media post they were not a public figure, so I didn't. Normally, if they're not a public figure, I don't put their name on it. This person is actually is, so I'm going to give their name. This nomination goes goes to Mr. Larry Cutlow. Now, for anybody out there who does not know who Larry Cutlow is, basically, he was the economic advisor under President Trump. So, he decided to go on Fox News recently and talk about the horrific power outages that plagued a lot of us here in the state. As many of you know, 
we had, I mean, the winter weather came through and just swept through the state, knocking a lot of people without power and leaving people without power for days on end and freezing sub-zero temperatures. And he decided to go on Fox News and said that the recent power outages in Texas are a result of President Biden's policies. I mean, what? I mean, President Biden, if if my calendar is correct, he's barely been in office over a month. And yes, I know that during his campaign, he talked about some energy policies, but I wouldn't look this up. He hasn't passed one energy policy yet. So, I don't know how he went on Fox News and tried to put this on President Biden. And look, just for anybody out there who maybe hasn't listened to my earlier shows, but everybody out there that has knows, when it comes to political parties, whether it be Democratic or Republican, I do not rock with either side because trust me and I actually might do it one day I could do a podcast on how both sides actually do a lot of corrupt stuff and they're actually more similar in a lot of ways than they actually care to actually admit but for this one for him to say that is the most ass a 9 ass a 10 ass a 20 it was the dumbest thing that I've heard all week Next to this young man telling you to insult your woman. I'm going to read y'all a quote from what Larry Cullo said. He said, he's gone after the energy sector. You saw some of the uh, consequences, excuse me, in Texas. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Now I know. We've been through a lot. I mean, over these last, you know, obviously last year and going as it, we've been through a lot, but. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going to leave it alone. Look, y'all just let me know which one of those are. I found these the other day and I'm still, I'm reading, I'm going back home. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe people. I think people just say and do anything for clicks. I think we just live in a clickbait society. So I'm just going to say whatever it is that's going to get me clicked on or get me a headline or something. Because neither one of these don't make no damn sense. All right. Y'all let me know what you think. Man. That's what time flies when you're having fun because that is it for today's show. But I certainly appreciate you all's time. I really enjoyed it. I will be back next week with another show. Until then, have a very blessed week. I'll talk to you all later. Peace.